Hi guys, thank you all so much for tuning in to the Honey and Hot Sauce podcast, uh. a, place, <laughs> a place where my friends and I talk about life, dreams, work, and relationships. I incorporate honey and hot sauce into my outlook on everyday endeavors. Some sweet, some spicy. Some things that need to be said and some things that are just enjoyable. I'm your host, Kiara, and I'm so happy you're here. Today, I want to talk about DMX. Uh. <laughs> and as you can hear, I have my brother here because he's older than I am, so he knows a little bit more about DMX than I do. Maybe a lot more. Remember, I did grow up sheltered. My brother, not so much. So thank you, TJ, for doing this with me. Yeah, you know, she called me TJ, but I'm known in the streets by many names. What you call me is, is where I know you know me from. You know, some people mm-hmm. call me Cutthroat. Some people call me Gutter. Some people call me Jay. Some people call me Coachella Bound Don Dada Con Queso. You know what, what? I'm saying? I've never heard that <laughs> <Yeah>. one before. <laughs> But, you know, we're we, we doing the tribute, rest in peace to Dog Man, Doc Man X, DMX, Mr. Earl Simmons. You know, he was a, a, a cultural legend and icon yeah. and uh, a, a major building block in hip-hop, modern-day hip-hop, you know. And, yeah, we we, we shouting out big ups to our brother, yep, you know. Rest in peace. Rest, rest in power. peace. <laughs> <laughs> Where my dog's at? Oh, like, you yeah, sounded dog. just like a... So I don't know a ton of his songs, but I know a lot of hooks. Like I know y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Up there, yeah, up yeah, there. yeah. You know the commercial. The commercial I know. Song. I guess those you are. Know. I know. Um, stop, drop. Get some milk, eat some corn pops. What? Okay. Oh no! Oh, I forgot funny. my spoon and my bowl. Yeah, you know everybody <laughs> knows Rough Riders Anthem. That was his biggest hit. That was his breakthroughs song. You know. Okay. That's what pushed him on to. The, the, the stardom and the fame right there. He was already becoming, getting notoriety for his animated antics, you know, yeah. and the growling and the yeah. dogs. And who's this crazy dude with this raspy voice? And he's all aggressive and he barks at people. Like, <laughs> he's barking at me on the song. That's new. I want to hear what he's talking about while he's in between barks. Right. That's cool. And I know um, X gonna give it to you. X gonna yeah, give it yeah. to you. you know. But yeah, you know, that's pretty much. Big fan, a... big fan, big Rough yeah. Riders fan, big DMX fan. Yeah. You know, uh, Flesh in My Flesh, Blood in My Blood is probably one of my favorite albums. But it's dark and hell is hot. It was good too. But you know, his albums were kind of dark. He mm-hmm. says it in one of his albums, he even says in the beginning of Belly, like he sold his soul when he was younger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I feel like. As he got older, he became more openly religious and mm-hmm. claimed Christianity. And he, prayed he prayed a lot with people. Album. He even made a gospel album. Yeah, you know, but I felt I felt like a lot of that was trying to reobtain what he sold, which was mm-hmm. his soul that he openly admitted he sold. Oh, I didn't realize he did that. Yeah, but I think I mean I think when as long as you're breathing, there's plenty of time to Redemption. get right with God. Yeah, and I feel like he, I feel like he was pretty close to God. At the end of the day, uh, everybody has their own beliefs, and he was mm-hmm. strong in his belief, and mm-hmm. you know, but you know, DMX was a big, big, big music star, and then he broke through in the movies. He did a movie with Aaliyah, mm-hmm. um, Romeo Must Die, it was Aaliyah, Jet Li. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he became he, he, one of my favorite movies, is Never Die Alone. He did that one, of course, he was in Belly. Belly is like a hood. Classic now. I still gotta you know. watch that one. You haven't watched. Watch Little sister, I have failed you as a brother. 
I have failed you. Uh, We're talking about the, how are you going to do a podcast talking about DMX and you haven't even seen Belly. So a honest. lot of the references that I would make right now would come from that movie, which is he, well, he's probably most famous for Belly than he is for any of his music. Wow. That's crazy. I'm definitely going to check it out. I didn't even know. I didn't realize. But I have a list of movies I need to watch, so that's on my list. So Belly is must moving to the top of the list. I mean, now. that is got you are doing a whole podcast on the guy who was the. You know what? That is like a cultural hood legendary movie. Yeah. And you haven't watched. You're doing the part. Pause. Go watch Belly right now and come <laughs> back before you continue this. You know. Oh my goodness! But that I mean, I'm being honest. I'm being straight up, I'm, and I, I don't know how many people can say they haven't seen it. Probably not many. Well, she gave the disclaimer that she was raised sheltered, so don't bash her too much. I got to remember that myself. I was the prodigal son, I guess, the rebellious one. (laughs) I went and I wanted to see what all the stuff you say was so bad was about. Mm. You know? True. Did you think it was that bad? As bad as you thought? belly, Belly was just like... As an example of what you hear? Realistic. Is if if you were in that lifestyle, then that's something that you were expected to see, mm-hmm. and that's why he played such a good role because he was a street mm-hmm. dude. You know, he was. He says it in his albums that you know his, his dad abandoned him. His mom was kind of out there. You know, he I think he went to juvie juvie and at seven years old or something like that. Oh wow! He had a real rough life, so he ended up selling his soul as a teenager. Some. Well, I, I definitely heard that um, somebody he looked up to laced a blunt with, with crack when he was 14 years old. Most likely. Got, you know, he, he he's, said that. he's from that era where crack boomed onto the scene. And a lot mm-hmm. of people who wouldn't normally do those type of drugs, they were on those type of drugs. I mean, heroin and crack, when crack took over, that was like that was, that was like coronavirus. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and crack hit the scene, you know. He's, he, he's from that era. Mm-hmm. So... And I, I feel, but his music could get any function, like, lit, super lit. Because he had a lot of energy. So he energy. was a big ball of energy, and he barks at you. And <laughs> people were like, yo, um, the music is live. The man mm-hmm. is full of energy. And then he starts barking. How, how much <laughs> liver can it get? Yeah. You should be, you, you already still? aggressively rapping at me. Yeah, my dog's there. And then you go, oh, and you what? You go bark at me, too? <laughs> right. For I mean, sure. I want to see a dog fight on stage. You never know what you're going to see messing with a DMX concert, you know? Have you ever been to one? No, I haven't, unfortunately. Uh-huh. And I'll never get a chance to have that experience. Unless they do, um, what's it? The I don't want no clone. <laughs> I don't want no hologram. <laughs> holograph. I don't want to do I wanted to see X, and I wanted to his, one of his authentic prayers that he does yeah. at the end of his show. True. That won't be the same coming from no clone or no hologram or no... Yeah, you're right. CGL, AT, TNT, or whatever. <laughs> AT&T. What kind of impact do you feel like X had on you and your music and your life? Yes, TJ does rap sometimes. Well, but he's you playing. Know, I'm retired. You know, I'm old now. None of my own me. I ain't even in the street life no more. But, you know, Neil Max, his music, it, it had such a different vibe, right? It was so gritty and gully. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the grimiest street dudes can relate to it, but then he also has some commercial music too. But he shows you how to dominate a track. Mm-hmm. Like his voice is like a presence that's unmatched. Him and Busta Rhymes had that same type of effect on music. Yeah. It was like 
It's not the traditional, you step up to the mic and try to be clever and witty with words, even though he was a lyricist too. Yeah, for sure. But he was so, his energy was unique. His voice, the raspiness in his voice, and then the delivery, you could tell it was authentic. He felt that he meant it. He most likely lived it. And then he would bark at you. And you know, it was it was it was just like a ball of gutter that you love to spread over top of your breakfast toast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's cool. Like Shrek waking up in the morning brushing his teeth with mud, you know, it's the Grammy <laughs> that you look forward to. Mm-hmm. That's what it was, you know. That was trap music before, before trap, music trap music was trap music. Yeah, you know that was the uh, that was New York trap music. That's what that was, and and murder music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to kill somebody or you want to be amped up to go do something you you normally don't have the heart to do. You play some DMX on the way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> okay, gotcha. But he has a son, I believe. He has a son. And I don't. I think he has other. I'm not sure if he has other. But I know he was um, engaged to this lady named Desiree, and he has a son, a, a little young son, probably under a year old. Did you know uh, that? Oh no, I didn't keep up with too much of his personal life. You know, I try mm-hmm. to let people' personal life be the personal life. Mm-hmm. What he did on screen and what he did on wax. That's what I appreciated. There was a lot of rumors about he was on drugs and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, you look at some of his interviews and he seemed like he was a little coked up or doped up or out there on something. Mm-hmm. You know, but he's an animated person anyway. It's just you know, speech patterns and the way he pronounced certain right. words. He already animated. But if he's extra on 12 instead of 10, then you can tell he might be a little intoxicated. But he's been on reality shows and i think it was on wedding boot camp marriage boot camp or something like that i mean mm-hmm. i didn't even pay any attention to it but i love man personal life be their personal life yeah but i appreciate the man that salute his accomplishments and hip-hop sure. he was a, a way sure. maker a pave maker he's a legend yeah never died he was one of my favorite characters on def jam fight for new york he's mm-hmm. one of the hardest people to beat he had some of the hardest music and mm-hmm. Rough Riders was a movement. Everybody wanted to start wheeling bikes and stuff because his Rough Riders, oh, that's really? what they did. Yeah, Rough Riders was like, oh, that was yeah. his, that came, his, the whole his genre group. came from them. But they turned into it. They, they did videos with motorcycle gangs and stuff, popping wheelies on four yeah. wheelers and ninjas and cowards, CBRs. And Everybody wanted to do that. Three wheelers. So the Rough Riders yeah. was motorcycle gang. Yeah, motorcycle gangs became more popular with, mm-hmm. because he, he was a movement. The whole movement that's cool east coast music was tapering down you know south was starting to grow the mm-hmm. west was starting to grow new york used to be the epicenter of hip-hop and it was like Nas and jay-z and biggie okay y'all are there but people yeah, yeah people were getting tired of hearing them, really mm-hmm. honestly and he would he came out like boom oh. i think buster was like either taking a break or it was a gap in between busting around making music change the labels or something Mm-hmm. And when DMX hit the scene, it's like a whole tidal wave and a hurricane at the same time. Wow. It was like, wow. And he punched in your face with his raw, gritty lyrics. And you're like, who is this guy? And he would make you pay attention. Like I said, his voice demands yeah. attention and it, it would command the track. <laughs> I'll never forget on one time on Apollo, this comedian came up there and was talking about um, R. Kelly's song, 
when he got caught cheating or whatever. And he was like, let DMX been on that track. He would have been, instead of on R. Kelly's line where he was like, just because you see me with her doesn't mean I'm sleeping with her. DMX would have been like, just because you see me with her. <laughs> better believe I'm sleeping with her. That part stuck with me forever because I was oh, like, yeah. that's so true. You know, so funny. Parts, one of the comedians stuck in my head is Cat Williams. He was talking mm-hmm. about DMX being in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. He was like, and he really talked like that too. He talked to the water. So, hey, yo, bitch, let me get some <laughs> glass, a glass of water and a lemon. <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen the interview? He really talked, you, like, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and when I want to say is it, you know, it's, it's just something to go with me. And it, it, it's just, it's just, but, 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 you know, you know, you know, it, it's going to be, it's going to go, it's going to go, but as long as it's about that money, you know, I'm like, Okay, <laughs> he gonna, he gonna throw a growl in there. He gonna get oh, loud, man. but you know that's my dog. Man. I can't. I don't know, man. I'm hurt. <sighs> yeah, I'm hurt, man. Never gonna be another DMX. I'm hurt. He even got into um, he had a challenge last year on social media where everybody, all the all the girls were doing that. Brenda, Letitia, Linda. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and he what di- that's why he died too soon because we still didn't figure yeah. out what they want from us. <laughs> we still don't know, man. He <laughs> said, Somebody let me know. We still trying to figure it out. We was hoping you knew by now, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, rest in peace. Then he did the, the um, versus challenge with Snoop earlier. Oh, yeah. Before. I yeah. ain't see that one. I'd be on the road. You know, but yeah. You're a legend, man. Rest in peace to a legend. Rest in peace to you. And praying for your family. Hope everybody is finding a way to cope and to be strong getting through this. But man, legends don't die; they become immortalized. You just submitted to a place in the sky. You know, yep. hip hop, somebody rush more. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to you know take some time out and show DMX some appreciation. Um, I can't legally play his music on here, but I have been streaming it today. <laughs> I've definitely been streaming his music all day today, and songs are stuck in my head. <laughs> but, um, yeah, thank you once again, Big Brother, TJ, yeah, J.O., yeah, you know, for, for being part of this Coachella Bam, the Don Dada Con Queso. Coachella Bam, the Don Dada Con Queso. Coachella Bam, the Don Dada Con Queso. What does that mean? I don't know, but with I cheese. like it. And Everything I said with it. something with cheese. I get cheese. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk to y'all <laughs> next time. Bye.